Oh God, how do I even explain this? Um, <laughs> okay. Well, um, so we recorded this a while ago, back before uh, Old Scratch knew about me and Margot. <laughs> well, the cat's out of the bag now, so hey. Oh, if you, you don't know about all that, then uh, go check out Creeping Wave Radio. It is our sister podcast, an audio drama, and the link is in the description below. You can get caught up on that timeline. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I didn't post this one because it's a little embarrassing to me. It's a lot embarrassing to me. But uh, hey, the internet's all about uh, public humiliation for clicks. Am I right? Yeah. So anyway, enjoy this mess. Bye. Don't be scared now, but it looks like you just wandered straight into you mind country. That's you mind, short for unaffiliated mind games, and you ain't never gonna be the same again. Brace yourself, it's time for red hot truth injection. Oh yeah, that's right, bitch. We're rounding up the sheeple and shaking them awake. You mind? Too damn bad. We're gonna set fire to the wool over your eyes. Feel the burn, baby. Hot damn. We're toppling the lies of the lamestream media one by one. Woo-wee. Watch them bad boys fall. Hey, Universe A, this is Universe B calling, and we're gonna tear you a new one. You mind? Okay, everyone. Hey, we're here today with our guest, Eureka. Am I saying that right? Um, no, it's Eureka, but hey, your way works too. Okay, Eureka. So, you are a tulpa, is that correct? Oh, wow, yeah, but not because I wanted to be. Oh. So, for our listeners out there, can you explain how an emanation such as a tulpa comes to be? Eh? Well, I mean, you're basically a being who is willed into existence by the focused mental energies of one person's mind. Oh, yeah. Well, a couple people, actually. Teenagers, you know. Teenagers? Yeah. They used to get together every Sunday to watch hentai. Oh, which is where they found me. Mm-hmm. So, you were initially a character in a, uh, what is called a Yuri hentai. <laughs> Your pronunciation is awful! But yeah, basically, a girl-on-girl -girl anime porn called Galaxy Love Patrol. I see. So... Tell us the process that led to your manifesting in this world. Well, basically, they were doing a deep dive on the internet and accidentally downloaded the movie Weird Science and a Mysterious Universe podcast on Tulpas in the same day. The internet is such a dangerous place. I can't tell you how many entities are willed into existence by careless Googling. In their defense, they were looking for porn. Of course. Go on. Well... They were collectively obsessed with me. They've been writing fan fictions on Wattpad and drawing pictures of me on DeviantArt. Oh, two of the most dangerous sites on the internet. And so, 
They decided to try and will me into existence. Well, apparently it worked. Uh, kind of. They used their own drawings of me as reference, so... Well, it's not that they're bad artists. It's just... Well, they didn't spend much time concerning themselves with proper anatomical structure. Outside the TNA regions, that is. Uh, how do you mean? Oh, you see how my head is sort of... Well, you see what I mean. Oh, you know, I never would have noticed a thing like that. Yeah, not when my eyes take up two-thirds of my face. They're lovely. Really, such a beautiful shade of... Uncanny. And it's hard to look past the boobs, I guess. They put a lot of attention into them. Oh, jeez. Was I looking? I mean, uh, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I suppose they're rather ample for a person of your exceedingly delicate frame. Have you seen a chiropractor or- Oh, who are we kidding? They're like, oh, beach balls! Not exactly. No! Just look at me. I'm an abomination. Okay, maybe if you could cross your arms for the rest of the interview? Nane? Sorry, it's just this microphone really picks up on cartoon sound effects. Oh, sure. No prob. Uh, 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 ah! Yumika! Oh my god! Uh, are, are you okay? Oops! Oh no! I'm so sorry! I think I broke your, um, what do you call it? Uh, you know what? It's fine. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. No, no, don't apologize. All that stuff belongs to my boss anyway. Oh yeah? Is he a pretty understanding guy? <laughs> In his own way, I guess. Um... Have you heard of Old Scratch? Hmm. No, I don't think so. Unless... Oh, is he a talking dog? No, no, uh, different guy entirely. I'm his apprentice, so, uh, he's just gonna blame it all on me anyway. See, that's one of my biggest problems now that I'm in your world. I was written as being awkward and clumsy. Why would someone intentionally write a character like that? Oh, it's supposed to make me more relatable, I guess. To compensate for my astonishing cuteness. Is that what it is? Back home, I'd comically slip or, oopsie-daisy, drop something, and it would set off a series of delightful yet improbable events, ending in the occasional giant robot attack. Yes, they call that the Rube Goldberg effect, I believe. Except for the giant robot part. Well, in this world, there are horrible, life-altering consequences. The guys who created me, for example? Yeah? They all died as a result of me trying to make some toast. The toaster exploded. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe the universe is telling you to cut back on carbs. Um, actually, if you could not touch the mic. Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually allergic to exploding. Oh. Sorry. I'll really try not to blow you up, too. Thanks. I appreciate it. You see, it's not just being clumsy. Time works differently for people, well, like me. Topas, you mean? No. Anime girls. Okay. Go on. You see, my alarm clock, 
It always goes off at least 15 minutes after when I set it for. So I start every day late, enough to chase after the bus with a piece of toast in my mouth. Yeah, the toast bit again. Why toast? I mean, is the toast non-negotiable? What's the deal with that exactly? <gasps> because breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Sure, I guess. But I mean, couldn't you just... Set the alarm 15 minutes ahead of when you actually want to get up? I tried that, but the clock? It knows. It knows! Well, where do you take the bus to, exactly? I mean, I noticed you're wearing a school uniform. Do you go to school, or is that a sailor suit? I mean, do you have a job, like, on the docks or something? Hmm. I've never actually caught the bus yet, so I don't really know. Well, good on you for sticking to that uh, goal, I guess. Maybe one day you'll find a bus driver who checks the rearview mirrors for strange, googly-eyed girls running after them with bread in their mouths. Well, the bread is just for starters. You see, we anime girls have what in your universe would be considered shockingly fast metabolisms. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Oh, the amount of food it takes to save me is pretty phenomenal by human standards. Really? What's a basic meal consist of for you? Hmm. For breakfast, I start with toast, of course, and then some tea. Uh, then I usually eat an okonomiyaki. And that is? Uh, you know, pretty much a Japanese pizza. <laughs> okay, well, you have a healthy appetite. Then I wash it down with a few gallons of soda, uh, two or three plates of rice balls, a couple parfaits. Uh, I usually follow that up with, oh, six or seven bowls of ramen. Six or seven? Well, there's a lot of variations in the way you can prepare it, and I'd just feel awful if I left one out. Hmm. After that, I like to make myself some kind of hot plate. I think we get the idea. I'm a bit curious how you afford the grocery bill, though. Oh, mostly I sneak into people's houses and raid their refrigerators while they're asleep. Does the average household eat that much ramen? Oh, you'd be surprised. It's really having a moment right now. Hmm, I suppose so. But I mean... There have to be some positives about your situation, right? It's not all sneaking into kitchens and exploding toasters, is it? Hmm. Well, I can change my clothes really fast. Uh, okay. Here, I'll show you. No, no, I'll take your word for it. Yurika, transform! Oh my god, that's like it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah, good point. There's lots of colors and swirling, and I'm very busy right now. This is this is not good. Okay, Margo, if you're watching, I did not plan this. This just happened. I okay. Ah, uh, yeah, I should not have seen that. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You. Do you have to go through that whole process every time you dress? Oh, well, yeah. Even when I have to undo my pants to go to the bathroom. Wow. Yeah, the flashing lights and swirling colors tend to startle people a little. Yeah, 
I could see where that would add some unexpected excitement to a bathroom visit. Do you have other magical powers as well? Uh, yeah. But, well, you know how we were talking about pretty severe repercussions around here? I see. Imagine my surprise. Back home, when you blast someone with a pure bolt of love energy, they just kind of stare at you, dazed, and get a nosebleed, then flop down with one foot in the air. The nosebleed thing is kind of weird to me, if I'm being honest. Here, their hats explode, and everybody freaks. Oh, wow. You need to try to cut back on the, uh, exploding. Oh, it's not like I do it on purpose. I'm not some kind of monster. No, no, not at all. Oh, my God. What is that thing coming out of your head? Huh? Oh, it's just a sweat drop. Oh, wow. That's a new one on me. And I sweat a lot. I mean, a lot. Um, especially during this interview. Um, could you maybe wipe it up before it gets on any of the electrical equipment? With what? I, I actually have some paper towels right here. Who's Brahmi? Oh, just a paper towel mascot. He's a lumberjack. What? Uh, never mind. Uh, you know, could you just blot at the huge hanging orb of water so we don't short out or <laughs> explode? Not that I think that would ever happen again. Just, yeah, there you go. You know, I didn't ask to be born into this stupid world. Believe me, I can relate. No, I was dragged here because of some stupid kid's icky obsession with me. <laughs> it's interesting to me because it seems very much like the story of Pygmalion, not the George Bernard Shaw version so much as the mythical Greek figure. Eh? Uh, never mind. Uh, what can you tell me about your creators? Oh, I don't know. I didn't really have much time to get to know them before the, uh... Explosion. Yeah. Typical otaku type, I suppose. Ah, uh, otaku. From what was left in the flaming wreckage of their house, I gather they were just really into anime. Oh, Japanese knickknacks, a lot of souvenir swords, and models of Gundams. Gundams. Giant mechanical suits. Sounds industrious. Mm. Yeah, but uh, I don't think it would have worked out in the end. Well, yeah, I mean, they're just kids. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, they watched my show and read my manga obsessively, so you'd think they would have been more understanding about my situation. What specifically? Well, I told you I was from a Yuri. Yeah, girl on girl, oh. Yeah. Well, they weren't exactly my type. Humans can be such pigs. I know, right? Honestly, do they think of nothing but their own needs? No, they never once thought about my feelings. A swine. Or what it would be like for me in this universe. That's awful. Ugh, disgusting. I am utterly ashamed of being technically human. And now I'm stuck here in a world where nothing makes sense. All because of those boys' pervy fixations! Absolutely unforgivable. The nerve. Um, hey, Scratch. We're recording right now, uh... Yes, we're aware. Wait, that doesn't sound like Scratch. 
It almost sounds like... Oh! No. <laughs> no, that's impossible. I could stand here and debate the plausibility of our existence with you all day, but I'm afraid work must intrude, and my associates and I have some questions for you. Sort of fill-in-the-blanks questions. They're breaking down the door! It's okay. Stay calm. It's probably just Soviet vampires again. But they're British. Yeah, well, they're probably from the UK chapter. Maybe they infiltrated the Labour Party or something. Eh? I can't do with all this rocket! Oh, George, if you're not going to make yourself useful, perhaps you could do us all the favor of being quiet. For you to give me orders. I'm the only one who holds rank around here. I'm the Sheriff of Bloody Nottingham! Oh, would the both of you shut up? Pleasure it is to see you again. Oh my god. How flattering. But just Hans will suffice. Hans Gruber? Were you going to invite us in? Or do you intend to just stand there with your mouth agape and that idiotic look on your face? Yes, uh, of course, Professor Snape. Won't you come in as well? Good to see you're just as much of a twit as you were when I left you. Good to see you again, Sheriff. <laughs> uh, Eureka, I'd like to introduce you to my... friends? Um, okay. Hans Gruber, Professor Snape, and the Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, I thought you were a fat cartoon wolf. Not that, Sheriff of Nottingham. No. Obviously. And, guys, this is Eureka. Hi! I've never met real-life triplets before! Oh, actually, they're not. Eh? Yes. You see, Napoleon willed us into existence without the knowledge that our characters were all played by the same actor. It's most inconvenient being mistaken for these inept miscreants all the time. I have a type. Okay, well, had. I outgrew that phase a while ago. <laughs> uh, you aren't going to say anything about this to my girlfriend, are you? This would really freak her out. She found some of my old Harry Potter fanfics and couldn't look at me for a week. Wait a minute. You said Nap willed you guys into existence? Correct. All of us. You mean, you're all Tulpas too? Yes, I'm afraid we share your sad fate. Eureka, is it? Yeah. 10.30. My chamber. You! No! Okay, Eureka? It's Eureka! Right. <laughs> Look, I know at first glance this might make me seem like a hypocrite. Oh, you're talking about how humans are pigs and they never think of anything beyond their own needs? Well, that's all it was, wasn't it? Just talk! Well, no. Let's just say I learned from my past mistakes. Oh, we're mistakes, are we? Now, George, that's not what I meant, and you know it. You were the one who dragged us, kicking and screaming, 
through the ethereal into this infernal plane. Snape, please! I didn't understand what I was doing. No, that much is obvious. You have to believe me, Hans. I thought I was just writing smut for my own amusement. It's real for us. I didn't understand the repercussions, Snape. It was the 90s, for Christ's sake. And in Hans' case, 1988. Oh, and was it legal in those days to cut out someone's heart with a spoon? No, not unless there's a loophole I'm unaware of. It would have been nice of you to inform me of that before willing me into existence. George, I never explicitly told you to do that. You wrote about it incessantly! Wait, did you actually manage to make that work somehow? No, you miserable little wretch, or I'd be in prison right now. Though it wasn't for lack of trying. See? Oh, jeez, Hans. Wow. <laughs> This one was from a spork, actually, which I say is cheating. That's gotta be an icebreaker at parties, though, right? All those cool little crescent-shaped scars. The point is, you half-wit, you brought us into a world we were totally unequipped to exist in. I blew up a guy's house with a toaster! Fascinating. Hans, perhaps this misshapen little girl could teach you a thing or two about detonators. Quiet, Snape. We're here to exact revenge upon Napoleon, remember? Look, I'm sorry I accidentally manifested you guys, okay? But I don't know how to reverse it. Yes, we have a working theory about that. Since it's your mind that generated us, we'll simply shut things down at the source. Would you like me to do it now? Or would you like a few moments to compose an epitaph? Wait, you're gonna kill me? Yes, you imbecile. Do you really need us to spell it out for you like that? Uh, do you really have to ask? No, I, I understood your meaning. It's just that, well, it won't work. I mean, Eureka blew up the kids who created her, and... She's still here. You mean Toaster Girl? Mm-hmm. It's true. I just want to go back to Hogwarts. I know, but FYI, you might be dodging a bullet by staying here. Or a snake. A snake? Wait, what did you say? Ah, uh, you know, couldn't you just get a job here? Like as a chemistry teacher? I have a job. I work for TSA. Well, that's an odd career move for a wizarding potions teacher. You can't get the ingredients necessary for potions in the muggle world. And you need credentials to teach. And do you have any idea how difficult it is to assemble a crack team of criminal experts in this universe without gainful employment? Yeah, that's gotta be tough. The local sheriff's department won't even approve me for a ride-along let alone apply for sheriff, despite my years of experience. George, you wouldn't like it. Your methods wouldn't really fly nowadays, uh, if we're being honest. It's like actual law enforcement. The point is that most vocations, at minimum, require a record of your existence. Oh, right. I've had issues with that. Being immortal and all, and having fingerprints on file from the early 1900s. And now you're an apprentice for a talking dog. Wait, what? Oh, uh, Mr. Scratch, yeah. Wait just a moment. Didn't you write yourself in as my deputy-slash-apprentice during your smut journaling? 
Oh, oh George, I can't remember a thing like that. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yes, yes, you know, I'm quite certain that you did. I vaguely remember you creating a similar storyline for me as well. A sorcerer's apprentice. My, what an inspired choice. You were an apprentice thief as well. Well, you are an exceptional thief. Granted. But tell me, Napoleon, is this some kind of kink for you? Yes. Tell us all about your Mr. Scratch. What? No, you! It's just... it's just a coincidence. That's it. Doesn't sound that way to me. Look, I went through a phase when I was younger where I was, uh... Was into villainous British men? Well, yeah, but who isn't? Me? Just saying. I... I just wanted... Oh, it's stupid. Oh, don't let that stop you now. Please, do elucidate. <sighs> I... I just wanted to align myself with the most powerful, ruthless, vicious person I could find. A monster, but my monster. Someone who adored me with such an irrational fervor that I could wield them like a weapon. Someone I could dispatch as my hammer to crush everyone in my life who ever wronged me. <laughs> Ho-hum, typical fanfic drivel. But... As I got older, I realized that people like that are, well... Indiscriminately vicious to everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, four cats in a man suit. Have you gone completely mad? No! I know what you mean. Live cat girls where I come from? Oh, they are not to be trifled with. No, I mean literally four sentient cats occupying a... Oh, what's the word you used, Eureka? A Gundam. A human-shaped Gundam. Oh, yeah. You've lost it. This seems like quite an elaborate story you've concocted to avoid talking about this Mr. Scratch. I do believe my ears are burning. I'll go get the elixir, sir. Oh, no. Not before you introduce me to your exceptionally handsome friends here. These guys? Oh, they're my uh, former employers. Hans Gruber, George, the Sheriff of Nottingham, and uh, Severus Snape. We're Tulpas Napoleon created out of sexual frustration and spite back in the late 80s and 90s. How utterly darling of you, Napoleon. I guess. Well, if everything is in order here, I do have work to attend to. Those souls aren't going to torment themselves. You see? He's not even British. No, but he does have meticulously groomed facial hair, and a taste for torture, and that rather stately nose. Hmm. Guys, seriously, I am not into my boss, okay? If you say so. I'm not! I'm actually dating a... <sighs> Uh, actually, never mind. Let's not talk about that. So secretive all of a sudden. Go on. Who are you dating? <sighs> I'm, I'm dating his daughter, alright? The plot thickens. The old foot-in-the-door technique, is it? Are you trying to make the old man jealous, or are you just settling for the next best thing? No, no, no! He, he doesn't even know, okay? 
we're unofficially going out. Why unofficially? Because he'd flip if he knew. And, you know, he's the old scratch, you know? Well done. I mean, if you're going to seek out the most powerful, ruthless, vicious person you could find... Oh, I think Margot might have him beat. Um, that's her name. Margot, my unofficial girlfriend. Oh, what was that? It's an axe! Someone threw an axe! Uh, hey, Margot, <laughs> is that you, babe? Ha-ho! No, my fine hearty friends! It is I, Brawny, the inexplicably handsome lumberjack! You're the paper towel guy! Yes! Once upon a time, I was that brawny, the paper towel mascot, until that fateful day that a lonely janitor willed me into existence! Wow. You're the original brawny guy? Yes, tis I! The one with the mustache and everything? Indeed I am, my easily astonished friend. But these days, I dedicate myself to a far more noble task than chopping down trees to make paper towels. What's that? Ha-ho! Why, the task of rescuing stray tulpas such as your friends here, and bringing them to my lush woodland haven. Is there such a place? Why, there is indeed, my fine bearded friend. There you can live carefree, unfettered by the cloying grasp of humanity. Oh, come! Yes, I want to go, too. Me, too. If I have to explain to one more screaming passenger what constitutes a carry-on item, I may just be tempted to cast an unforgivable curse. Yes, I want to see this haven of yours. Then let me take you up into my girthy biceps, and we shall away to my forest of refuge. Fear not! I have the strength to take on even the toughest of messes. Yeah... This is a mess, all right. Is this really happening, or did I fall asleep at the mic again? I can't believe we're finally going to be free! Yes, I'm holding back the tears. No need, my magical friend. I'm highly absorbent. Now, let the journey commence. Wow. Bye, guys. Sorry I made you miserable for so many years. Goodbye, Napoleon. And let this be a lesson to you to write smut responsibly. Brawny away! So, I think that's our show for this week. I, uh, well, you know what? Bye. Special thanks to Brian C. Sundin, who was the voice of Hans Gruber, Severus Snape, and George, the Sheriff of Nottingham, you can find Brian for all your Alan Rickman needs and other voiceovers. He's very talented at B Sundin. That is B S U N D I N on Fiverr.com. Check him out. The You Mind is happy to welcome back Anthony Silva of the League of Ridiculous Conversations podcast. He was the voice of Brawny this evening, so if you enjoyed him, you definitely want to check out the League of Ridiculous Conversations. The League of Ridiculous Conversations podcast is available on all podcast platforms, and you can check them out at L-O-R-C podcast on all social media. If you want to get in touch with Anthony, it's at Graphite Night on Twitter, and then at Spooky Spookington on Instagram, on Facebook, Anthony.Silva.712. 
Special thanks as always to our legendary announcer, Savage C. Walnar. We couldn't do it without you, Savage. And our You Mind theme is composed by Ethan Mexell. It's called Demilitarized Zone, and you've never heard anything more beautiful in your life. You know what else is beautiful? Becoming a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash lucidnap if you want to help support the show. Or you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash lucidnap for small, one-time donations. And if you don't feel like doing that, you can go to www.lostbreadcomic.com and you can check out my comic book series, Lost Bread. It's amazing. Plus, there's prints, stickers, so much more that you can get on that site. And you can commission me to do a custom piece of art for you, whatever you want, whatever's bobbing around that cute little head of yours. We can make it happen. I will work with you to make your dreams come true. It's unlike anything you've ever experienced before, unless you've gotten an artist to draw something for you. And it's exactly like that. Or follow us on all of our social media. Lost Bread and the U-Mind are part of an existing universe that includes Creeping Wave Radio, another podcast. It's more of an audio drama like an old-time radio show. You should definitely check that one out for a lot more scripted nonsense that you might enjoy. Special thanks to our Patreons, The Grammarica Show, Nikki Benfield, and Neil. We absolutely could not do it without you guys, so thank you so much. And hey, you guys, if you are listening and you have the ability to, we'd love if you join the Patreon team. Even just one dollar gets you so much. I'm printing out a special custom mini book that's going to be available at SD Comic Fest and uh, only Patreons. And guests at Comic Fest get it. So if you're not in San Diego, just become a Patreon at the $1 level and above. Yes, even $1 is going to get you that. So go ahead and join. Plus, there are so many other bonuses. You get episodes early, you get freebies, all sorts of fun stuff. So it's going to be great. You got to jump on that. You Mind is just one part of Lucid Nat Productions, brought to you by a powerful, ruthless, vicious old man. Do your sexiest reads. God, you're so sexy. Oh, oh try it again. Baby. <laughs> I'm so sexy. It's true. <laughs> Very. Okay.